We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The score! This hour is brought to you by Team Hochberg. Visit their website, 56david.com. That's 56david.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. He's looking for Johnson in the end zone. Touchdown! His second of the game. Well, Sean King did a marvelous job of looking off the coverage. One more mic'd up from John Lynch. Here it is. You have it, then you'll have it for the rest of your life, and they can never take it away from you. That's 20 Super Bowls ago already. Wow. Right? 37? I think I got that right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers win it. Sean King was on that team. He's on Twitter at RealSeanKing. He's the host of VSIN Primetime Weeknights on VSIN. And the former NFLer joins us now on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Hello, Sean. Hello. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. We are doing well. The last time that I talked with you was after Justin Fields' first season, and, and you had a list of things that you would like to see him improve. After seeing him in year two as the, as the every game starter, what did you see? I think his mental toughness has improved significantly. I think he got an opportunity to flash the elite athleticism that he has, and he has the arm talent. I mean, the skills are there. I still think sometimes he gets emotionally hijacked during the course of games. I still don't think he's completely wired to win a championship, but I also think he's extremely young. And uh, I think he's shown enough to build around moving forward. I don't think the Chicago Bears should be looking at quarterback at number one because I don't think any of the available quarterbacks this year in the draft offer a better skill set than what Justin Fields has. How would you compare and contrast that wiring? When you say he's not wired yet to win a championship. Well, have you ever watched Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes play? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you always sense confidence, no matter what's going on. They never get 
or they never wear their emotions outwardly. Like you, you've never seen those guys play, and and Josh Allen battles with this. The same thing Justin Fields battles with. I think when he when things aren't going well, he kind of because he doesn't have the same fabric that Mahomes and Burrow have on his resume. I think he battles with it as well. So this is not something just exclusive to Justin. Perfect example. I was watching Bears Cowboys, and something happened. Fields scrambled or something, and he kind of got nonchalant. And it was a turnover, and he could have made the tackle. He didn't touch the guy down. Like, it's little things like that that he has to improve on. But yeah, I, I want to be crystal clear. The, the Bears, I think he's shown enough to build around. I think the thing now is let's surround him with elite pieces, like the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts. The skill sets between Hurts and Justin are very similar. The difference is Philly's further along in the roster development uh, process than Chicago is. You know, how good would Justin be if he had A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard and Miles Sanders and Gainwell and all those guys to go along with an elite defense? So I think as a Bears organization, that's the next step. Let's get better around him. We know that you spent a big chunk of your, your adulthood as a quarterback coach. Like, you, you work with and have worked with quarterbacks. So if if you're looking at Justin and you're saying, all right, I need to get him emotionally stronger. What steps would you suggest that he take to get to that point? Control the controllables. You know, you can't let the chaos around you take you out of the mindset it takes to be successful, play in and play out. You know, I'd have a rule during the entire offseason. Every throw we make is going to be from in the pocket and in rhythm. I, I want to teach and develop him and, and have him gain confidence in being a system quarterback. Then let our elite skill set make us great. But we have to get to the point where to be successful on the field, we got to make all our layups from the pocket. And I mean, that's when the pocket's clean, the pass protection is right, and guys are open that we have the confidence and the consistency to hit them on a consistent basis. And you only develop that through muscle memory. So that would be my big deal with him during this offseason was I want it all to be from the pocket. You know, I, I don't want any boots called. I don't want any outside-the-pocket throws. I don't want any scrambles, Justin. I want everything to happen from right in the pocket. Is it fair to ask somebody to have that sort of outward confidence when all your receivers suck? Well, that, that plays a role in it, and that's why I tried. Now, hopefully it's coming off clear in, in, in how I'm saying it. It's why I put the context on it. You know, that they have to get better around him. But I also said control the controllables, right? Mm -hmm. you, Jalen Hurts last year, a lot of people were talking about Gardner Minshew should have been the, the answer in Philly. I mean, because of this season, people kind of forget that narrative. Coming into this season, there were a lot of national people who people think are really intelligent and smart that said Gardner Minshew would be the guy because Hurts wouldn't get off to a great start. But you never see in Hurts' demeanor, is he up or down? until after the game is over. And, and that's just where I would challenge Justin. Let's channel that energy always in a positive direction because the next play is the only play that matters once this play ended. Sean, how does one develop – see how I can – I'm trying to figure out how I can say this. How does one develop the pocket awareness to use their athleticism in the pocket where it might be a step to the left or you're climbing the ladder – when, when did you get comfortable with that? And when you're looking at tape of the best quarterbacks, what do you see as far as that's concerned? Well, it's twofolded. The, uh, the first thing is muscle memory. 
I guarantee you if I, and I have not watched one snap of Bears 707 or 11 on 11, but I guarantee if somebody sent me a breakdown of all of their passes from 707 to 11 on 11, I guarantee 50 to 55% of them, the throws are not coming off in rhythm. And I would just mandate that this is what we got to do. And it's not a knock because he's a young quarterback. So some of that is, okay, he's seeing defenses he hasn't seen. Some of that is, you know, the pass protection and always the best, you know, but you got to create that muscle memory. You know, I, I was a quarterback coach. I had a young player, Quentin Flowers, skill set very similar to Justin Fields. I used to put PVC pipes around him in 707 where he could not leave outside of the PVC pipes. I wanted to get him comfortable from the pocket, throwing the ball to the wide side of the field, to the short side of the field, in between the hashes, in between the hashes and the numbers, uh, numbers to the sideline, all from one spot. And that just takes repetition. Second thing is, and I don't understand why a lot of coordinators and play callers in the National Football League don't get this, an athletic quarterback is much more dangerous when there's a designed pass play than he is when you're designing a bunch of QB runs. Why and how? When I, when I have four eligibles that the defense has to account for, that means that they are not focused on who? Me. So now when I decide to scramble because I've gone through my reads and no one's there, there are less eyes on me. There's less attention on me, which means the contact generally is not as significant because people are having to redirect. They're having to change direction now. Their angles and their fits aren't what they would be is if all of my runs or the majority of my runs come from design QB runs. Now the physicality that impacts running backs, what do we say about running back? Those guys don't last long. Why? Because they're always getting hit. So when you call all those design QB runs, you just put the quarterback in harm's way when I think he can be just as effective if you take 30 40% of those call QB runs and make them call passes. And if no one's there, now he uses his athleticism. How did your personal experience specifically inform your coaching? in that maybe things that, that came naturally to you that you don't have to think about as much or things that you had to work hard to learn that you're probably better at teaching? Well, because I understand that development at that position has nothing to do with the system. It has to do with the psychology of being able to go out and be confident and be aggressive but not be reckless of how to handle success and failure. I know the little nuances that you need to hear. Hey, man, make all your layups. Hey, every deep ball that's thrown out of bounds or overthrown is incomplete. Like all of those little things that a quarterback has to hear day in and day out, regardless of if things are going well or they're going bad, because that's what you rely on when you get in the game. You know, for instance, I was talking in San Francisco radio, and if I was coaching Brock Purdy, I would have told him in the Seahawks game, put your finger down your mouth and make yourself throw up, because it happened to me. I got out there, and I had never been nervous. I had never been anxious, and all of a sudden I was talking. I didn't know what I was saying. I, I knew I had the ball, but I couldn't feel it. And, and it was something about just me making myself dry heave that brought me all the way back to how my normal faculties functioned. So it, it's just certain things that, you know, when you've been through it, that you can help a young player relate in the middle of it. And, yeah, they've got to understand the scheme and know the scheme, but that's a classroom thing. You know, how you are able to take that information and implement it is what creates your legacy as a player in a good or bad way. When you look at, at, at Patrick Mahomes and you see that here's another opportunity for him to, to win a Super Bowl, what are the things about him that make him special? Well, he's the gift and the curse 
I mean, from a pure talent standpoint, I mean, he's as talented as anybody we've ever seen with his ability to be elite as a runner, elite at avoiding the rush in the pocket, elite at throwing the football, elite at being calm when it's chaotic. Like, we haven't really had a guy that checks all those boxes. The curse is a lot of times he misses layups because he's not fundamentally sound on a consistent basis. Think Bengals game, AFC Championship last year. Those turnovers were a direct result of him not being fundamentally sound. But when he can make those throws in duress, you, it's hard to tell him not to do it when it's not necessary. And uh, he struggles with that sometimes. And we'll see, does it minimize or limit the amount of championships if he could just fundamentally be sound when it's available? Second thing is, I think he's birthing a generation of guys that want to be Patrick Mahomes that don't have Patrick Mahomes' talent. And I don't know that that's good for the position. We were having a conversation earlier about Steph Curry and how Steph does all this incredible stuff and there are a bunch of clones that are out there in basketball, but they're not cloning the right stuff. Like how Steph works in the in the half court and how he, he works a defender by running all over the place to get the shot. People see the 30-foot shot and don't realize how much work goes into him getting open. Yeah, and they don't realize how high his basketball IQ is and how he's fought through adversity. People forget this about Steph Curry. Remember when he first got in the NBA, people never thought he'd be able to physically hold up. He had all those ankle issues and he missed a bunch of time and they were trying to find like special ankle braces and shoes. And, you know, he came out of high school, wasn't a, a big time recruit. Hell, he went to Davidson. I'm a Duke fan and I still just don't understand how he passed on a light skin guy that could shoot. Like that's our profile. <laughs> <laughs> so, I still don't understand how that one got biased, you know, especially considering he was in North Carolina. But I, I agree with you 100%. And I really tell you this, the monetization of quarterback training at a young age is really hurting more quarterbacks than it's helping. Uh, until a quarterback, in my opinion, can sit in the pocket without a rush without a defense, and accurately deliver the ball all across the field, then why are we working on throwing it sidearm? Why are we working on throwing it falling away instead of stepping into the throw? Like, the steps that it takes to become a consistent player, a lot of those steps are, are, are leaped over because you can charge more if your kid thinks that, you know, he's turning into the next Mahomes. For every quarterback listening, Mahomes is a unicorn. You don't have Mahomes' talent, trust me. I want you to go back to what you said about that that technique about because I thought you were gonna, that it was going to be some sort of of of, of uh, symbolism the idea of make yourself puke. But you mean that literally? No, literally. Like because they're like I don't know, but it's not a lot of rookies. There's only five of them in, in the history of the game that that have led their team to the NFC Championship game. But for me, it happened in the uh, divisional round versus the uh, the Redskins at the time, who are now the Commanders. I got in the game and I literally, I had never had this happen. Like I had anxiety. Like I was, it wasn't me like Warren Sapp, Hall of Famer. He nicknamed me Smoothie King because I was so calm amongst chaos and I didn't know what to do. I sprayed water on my face. I, I tried to drink some water. I'm telling you after the first drive, and this is before they had 165 cameras, so I didn't have to hide as much. I took my finger. I don't know what made me do it. And I stuck it down my throat. And I dry heaved, 
And whatever that does to your body, it brought me back. And then I was back to being Smoothie King after that. So there was no way someone that's never played the position or gone through that could ever advise a, a young quarterback like Brock Purdy, who I thought was having the same out-of-body experience if you go back and watch the first two drives of the Seahawks game. He was inaccurate. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't seem there. Like, I'm just – so when, there's something to be said about somebody in that room who can speak quarterback. Because speaking quarterback is not speaking coaching. Like, there's a connection, but there's not the same kind of connection. And I think so many of these coordinators fall in love with the guy that can get on the board and say, blast, why bunch right, F counter motion, 72 crisscross, why swing, X out. If we get field pressure, guys, we'll go 98 bunch crunch, anything weak, and we're going to go 200 jet smoke. And a lot of these coordinators fall in love with that guy because they don't know how to develop the guy that's more talented, but he wasn't raised in QB school. So you've got to start him at square one. And you've got to help him understand what an under and an over is and what's trapped to uh, as opposed to Tampa 2 and all these different things. And, you know, they gravitate to the guy that talks their language, but that's definitely not the guy that generally plays the best on Sundays. How have you seen Jalen Hurts make his improvement from year two to year three? Well, he's getting more confident. I definitely can see that. Uh, he's That was the big thing that, that sometimes I wasn't sure if he knew that he really belonged. But I know now that he knows he belongs. Uh, I think he surprised a lot of people with the level of athleticism that he has. I think people kind of knew he was a good athlete. But, I mean, when you're out running angles in the National Football League, you know, that, that that's a different level uh, of eliteness. So I think he solidified himself. Now it's just about being consistent. And he completed 60% of his passes. So it's not like we're talking about Zach Wilson you know, or, or, or one of those other guys, you know, and outside of Trevor Lawrence right now, Justin Fields will be the second quarterback taken in that draft. So I think that says a lot. So he's just got to go out and just keep getting better, throwing the football, keep getting more comfortable going through his progressions, making throws from the pocket. And the bears have to get better around him. No offense to Montgomery and Herbert, but they aren't elite running backs. No offense to Kyle Komet, who led the team in receptions, but nobody's mistaken him for Travis Kelsey. And, and you know, D. Mooney's my two-lane guy. He's a mm-hmm. superstar in the waiting, but he needs help. Hopefully, Chase Claypool decides to really, you know, buy in 100% to being a great football player. And, and, and he realizes his talent. But they got to get better around the young quarterback, too. So, Sean, who's winning the Stanley Cup this year? So I put a futures bet in on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Of course, and here's, of course and, you and, put you did that. Well, well, hear me out. Hear me out. But the Boston Bruins, I mean, they're on a scorched earth, you know, campaign right now, pre All Star break. But I do think they're gonna come back a little bit to reality. And I just trust Vasilevsky, Stamkos. I trust those guys more in the playoffs than I do the Carolina Hurricanes or definitely the Toronto Maple Leafs, because I think the Maple Leafs are complete frugazy. I think the Bruins are really good, but I just don't think they got that championship genealogy that you need come playoff time. So for me in the East, it's lightning, and I would take Hurricanes second, because I do think the Hurricanes are on the come. I'm not sure what happened to them last year in the playoffs versus the Rangers, but we'll see. Uh, in the Western Conference, I still think the Avs are the squad. I, I know they got off to a slow start. They had some injuries. But buy Colorado now because that price is going to continue to go down. 
I've got another question. How does a, a Florida kid who goes to Tulane end up a Duke basketball fan? So I probably was the only black kid in America that was rooting for Duke versus uh, UNLV in the early 90s. I you made are. a lot of money, though. Yeah, I made a lot of money, though, at my little Southern high school. But I don't know. I think it was – I was randomly watching – television and uh duke was on it was johnny dawkins tommy amaker uh i think billy king might have been there jay billis might even been on that he team was. if i'm not mistaken he was yeah mark and they were playing yep. yeah they were playing uh nerve uh purvis, purvis ellison, ellison. Yep. never nervous yeah, purvis. Was, yeah so and i just kind of i like johnny dawkins tommy amaker so I start following them, and, hey, I just roll with them. And then by the time Grant Hill and that ugly, bad fade he had, you know, we beat Michigan and Kansas. It was – it was. I've never looked back since. Well, I'll tell you, that game in 1986 and, and Duke being on the map was part of the reason why I ended up uh, enrolling as a freshman there in 1987. And you like him more than I do. I'll tell you that. So I actually took an official visit to Duke out of high school. Mike Heimerdinger, rest in peace, was yeah. off as a coordinator. Yeah, sure. and I had my face painted blue we actually i think they played uh the fab five the year after you would have been there for spurrier you you missed spurrier because it was you could have been in the air ball offense instead of it wasn't so spurrier was gone though it wasn't spurrier it was uh, i think his name was smith Oh, okay. All right, we're not talking about the same yeah. time. That's right. You're 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 yeah. younger. He's oh. a lot younger than right. you. He's Dan. a lot younger. I know, man. Because yeah, Smith was eh. That was that was well, it was Goldsmith. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the real reason I didn't go because I wanted to play both. And, and no matter how good I told Coach Shashevsky was, I don't think he was buying uh, me uh, on the Duke men's basketball team at the time. But. <laughs> <laughs> He used to have some two-way guys early in his career. He had some two-way guys. There were there was. There were... I, I didn't even need to get in the game. I just wanted to, you know, hit the floor in, in warm-ups. Let them know I was ready. You got you know, any chop the floor? You got any props for us for the Super Bowl that you like? Uh, I'm. I actually took uh, Hassan. I, I bet the Chiefs plus two. Uh, I'm just gonna ride with my homes and the points. Like just fundamentally, that's who I am. Um, I did, however, take Hassan Reddick for game MVP. Because I do think there's a scenario where the Eagles win. Herbert, ha- I mean, Hurts uh, has an average game. Reddick makes some big plays, and the price is good. I got it at 150 to one. I don't think you can find that number, but I think it's still some 40 and 50 to ones out there. Also, Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard first touchdown score of the game. I went with both tight ends, so that's how I'm playing the game. Uh, I'm not don't really have a strong opinion. I think these are two even teams. I will say this. I know more about Kansas City than I do Philly. Philly's kind of got two um, non-normal games. 49ers, injuries to the quarterback, Giants. I mean, they're just not that talented. So we'll see. But a lot of people like the Eagles. I'm going with Mahomes. I know Mahomes knows if he loses this Super Bowl, the damage that does from a legacy standpoint because he's chasing the Tom Brady, Joe Montana's of the world. Sean, this was delightful, man. <laughs> You're a thing, man. This is great. Can we talk again uh, once we get closer to the season? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. Make sure you guys tell Justin Fields I'm his biggest fan. Uh, I would say go Blackhawks, but they struggling a little bit. Uh, and the Cubs and White Sox, they ain't started up. So, uh, okay, go Bulls. Maybe the Bulls will get healthy and live up to some of that potential. Maybe. I hope so. Maybe. I hope so. Sean King, thank you so much. All right, great stuff.
That is Sean King host. How of, fun was that? Host of V-Sin primetime weeknights on v I told you, man. I, I had I him on the podcast, that. and he was amazing. Right out the gate. Right, right, right from jump. He watches tape, man, like a ton of it. Because, you know, he, he was a, a quarterback coach. And he was giving me stuff on Justin Fields, and he was talking about, like, body language stuff and how he would coach it. That's the guy Terry used to say when they put the mittens on him. Remember? Yeah. Sean King and his giant mittens because they, they wouldn't let, let him throw they, it. They wouldn't let him throw the ball. Had a great defense. And, yep. you know, yeah, he'd go out there and do his thing. But he's, he's a crazy hockey person. Apparently. Like, I want to say, like, I don't think he said, but I think he might be an actual ambassador for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, he's, he's Dan, he's in it deep. I wonder if he can skate. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't him. either. Why not? You know? And All right. You got to go down, like, memory lane with Duke. Well, Mike Quick has to follow that. The Eagles radio analyst and former Eagles star wide receiver is going to join us next on Bernstein and Holmes on the score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over Overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bernstein at Homes, middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Second and 10 at the 22, double tight end for the Eagles. Cunningham going up top to Quick again. He's got it for the touchdown. So the combination of Cunningham and Quick have worked wonders on this quick drive.
Oh, I remember. I A Festy Jackson low light. Uh huh. Nice. I, yeah, there was there was a lot of you. If you uh, were a football fan of the '80s, there were a lot of times where Mike Quick was running above and beyond and past you and standing in the end zone. And we're happy to have him now. He's on Twitter at MikeQuick6, the Eagles radio analyst. Joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. What's up, Mike? I'm doing great, Dan. How are you guys doing? We're doing really well. And whenever we have someone on from Philly, we we have to talk about Jason Kelsey. Because <laughs> we want we want a Jason Kelsey for Justin Fields. Yeah. So so what why is he so good at his job? I promise you, you want a Jason Kelsey. <laughs> um, he loves it. I mean, he's just, I think, I think, you know, sometimes you're just gifted. Like, this is your purpose in life. You're gifted. This is what you're really, really good at. Well, Jason Kelsey, as a guy who runs the offensive line, who communicates with the quarterback, who makes sure that the quarterback is checking all the boxes, um, he even goes out and recruits the next wave of Jason Kelsey's for the organization. He's just such a pro. He's a pro's pro and just a perfect guy. And you know what's crazy? He talked about retiring last year. I hope that day never comes. That's how much I enjoy watching this young man do his thing. What is the be- the first way that the wide receiver the attention to the wide receiver position? allowed Jalen Hurts to gain confidence and improve? What are the very specific ways that you can see it happen on the field? Confidence. I think he has a lot of confidence in the guys that are on the field now. He will throw the ball into tight spots because he knows that A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, is going to come up with balls. Dallas Goddard, let me throw his, his name in there as well. He has a different comfort level. And guys don't necessarily need to be open uh, and certainly not wide open for him to let the football go. He trusts that they're going to be where they're supposed to be. They've drilled it, rehearsed it enough that he has that faith in them. And he's going to let the ball go. And because they've had success, it breeds more of that. So he's very comfortable now just throwing the ball, expecting these guys to be where they should be. What do you think Nick Sirianni's biggest strength is as head coach of the Eagles? Really good question. And I think he has uh, multiple strengths. Probably the fact that these guys really connect well with him. That's one of the things that Nick talked about when he first got the job in Philadelphia. He wants to be able to connect with players. And I think he's done a fantastic job with that because then guys will listen to you. You can get your message over to guys because you have that connection with them. That's pretty good to be able to do that for sure. We saw the type of damage that Hassan Reddick does up close when the Eagles and the Bears played. The the guy is a menace, and he's a lot of fun to watch. How do you expect that Kansas City is going to try and make it so that he doesn't wreck the game? Well, it wouldn't surprise me if they they moved the protection a little bit. I think Andrew Wiley plays on the side where you're going to see uh, Riddick coming from most of the time. He's had a good season, but I've seen him give up sacks and not able to handle guys like Riddick. Riddick has a lot of explosion. He has a lot of speed. He can bend around the edge. 
he mixes up what he wants to do from time to time. And I've seen Wiley have problems with guys like that. Wouldn't surprise me to see them slide to protection that way because I know Orlando Brown on the, on the other side, on the backside of that, he's pretty solid and he's not going to give up very much. Talking with five-time Pro Bowler Mike Quick here on Sports Radio 670, The Score. There was a discussion earlier in uh, when we were doing Transition with the Morning Show, and they were talking about the retirement of A.J. Green and just looking and, and looking at his numbers and being like, man, that dude caught 727 passes for over 10,000 yards and 70 yeah. touchdowns. And, like, I, I don't want to go all old head here, but, like, I remember when 50 catches was a big deal. When somebody, <laughs> you know, when people are talking about how many career catches Charlie Joyner had, and they'd be like, yeah. you know, 500 career catches. The, in, the, the inflation in numbers, especially when it comes to how people are remembered. I, I wish football could do what baseball does with some simple, elegant statistics that'll allow people to be compared to the environment at the time because the way they change the rules about contact and, and the way they they have incentivized the the forward pass and the deep passing game it, it's just amazing to me to see what what would be considered all-time legendary numbers now really not even raising that much of an eyebrow yeah when you look at stats now and you look at stats and even from uh, the 80s from the era that I played it's not apples to apples. It's certainly not. You make a great point. Um, I, I look at guys now, and they're targeted 18 times in a game. What? 18 targets? How do you get 18? Listen, it, would, it took me three games to get 18 targets. <laughs> and I don't, I don't understand, like, but I, it's all about scoring now. It's all about the offense. The rules are catered towards the offense. You can't hit the quarterback. You can only hit the receiver certain times when he has the ball in his hands. And he can't have the ball and don't see you. He's got to see you because if you hit him and he doesn't see you, that's a foul too. Everything is really just catered to the offense. So you look at the numbers now, and it's it's just not apples to apples because now it's a different game. It's fast break. It's scoring because you want to have the advertised and everybody get what they want out of the game. And that's a lot of scoring and a lot of cheering. And, the, you know, the girls on the sideline kicking up their legs and all of that kind of stuff. That's, that's what the game is, is all about today. Have you ever gone back and looked at some of your, your old tape and been like, that's totally a penalty today? That's totally a penalty today? I should have been gotten a 15-yard penalty on that? And all that stuff. <laughs> There's no question. <laughs> No, listen, and I'm glad that you guys started this by playing some old footage. You had to go, you had to dig deep in the vault to get Mike Quick versus Vesty Jackson. <laughs> I mean, we, we we love it. Like, we had to get a good tie-in and get that old Vesty Jackson tape out there. Which quarterback gave you the most trouble? Uh, None of them. Oh, they come on. Cover, they couldn't cover me. Come on. <laughs> somebody had to make Darryl a day Green. longer than somebody else. No, Daryl Green was really good. So when I had to play against Washington and Daryl Green, I knew it was one of those days, okay, yeah, he's going yeah, he's gonna to be tough. I got to make sure I'm really sharp against him. Um, I thought it was going to be Lester Hayes, but when I went out to, to play Lester Hayes at Oakland, I had three touchdowns against he and Mike Haynes. Um, Daryl Green was the guy, though. I thought he was really tough. Even if on the, on the occasions when I would beat Daryl, he had that makeup speed. So if the ball wasn't there right away, then Daryl Green was all over it. 
but he was he was really tough to deal with. Weren't Haynes and Hayes all covered with that yellow goop? Yeah, they like to try and help. You know, here's the thing. Defensive backs can't catch. That's why they're defensive backs. And so they would put that sticky stuff all over their chest and all over their gloves and all, and then it just ruins the ball. When they finally do touch the ball, it ruins the ball that they had all that gook on the football. So, so look, Mike, the, this is a, a, a Super Bowl that has two black quarterbacks in it, yes. and that's historic. I think that you played with a quarterback that deserves a lot more love for all the things that Randall Cunningham could do on a football field. What was it like playing with him? Uh, it was crazy because sometimes you're at awe and sometimes you're watching Randall rather than doing what you should be doing because <laughs> he was so much fun to watch. Randall was a great football player. Um, and I say this, if Randall was playing today and these schemes were like the, much like the Eagles scheme where you have the RPO, the run pass option, and you have all of these options and your quarterback could actually run and you're getting him out of the pocket a lot where he's in space, there's no question he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer and the numbers would be stupid. That's how good he would be in today's system. Outstanding. Mike, have a great Super Bowl call. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. No problem, guys. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. It's Mike Quick, man. Mike damn quick. None of them. <laughs> None. None ya. <laughs> How about our two last football guests? Right? You want to get an education? You got one in the 1 o'clock hour of this show. It's pretty damn good. And especially dovetailing, the reason I wanted to get specific, obviously having better receivers makes a quarterback better, but it's the how and the why. And if it really is just being more confident in making some of those throws and getting them out on time, that idea when Joe Burrow, you know, Sean King invokes the name Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow told you, Jamar's down there somewhere. Jamar's down there somewhere, and, and, and that—that's—that's why he's confident. What is he going to say? What is Justin going to say? Equanimous Saint Brown is going to have it go through his hands down there somewhere. What? What? Cole Komet's fifteen yards down the field somewhere. Even oh though, wait, he's right there. Even though we need seventeen for the first down. I mean, that's usually how it works. Come on, Dan. When we come back, I think that there is something that's brewing between. Two of our favorite Chicagoans. <gasps> what? I, I, you know, I, I, I think that there, there's something there. So we need to explore this. We'll do it next here on the score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. 
Hey, Dan. Yeah, what? Well, who are these Chicagoans with something happening? Here? Do you remember a couple weeks ago, we played a cut from Kay Adams' show where she has Shams on and she's kind of flirting with Shams and Shams, yeah. Shams doesn't quite know what's going on and then everyone started calling him the Riz God? Well, I, I think things have escalated a little bit. This is Shams back on with Kay Adams. Both from Chicago. We're both Aries. You're a Missouri grad. That was in my top three. I just didn't go to Missouri. Uh, your parents were immigrants. My parents were immigrants. I just wanted to say, you get your flowers, just everything you built. I have a lot of respect. I know yesterday was Women in Sports uh, Day, so congrats on everything you've done. Shams. And keep building. Shams. Shams, what is it? Is this like a prank? I'm waiting for like the, the other shoe to drop. That is the sweetest no, thing that I've ever heard. Thank you so much. And right back yesterday. at you. Like, I just want to make sure you got your love. That's all. I, I didn't get enough love, but now I did. Now I feel very loved. <laughs> All right, Shams. Okay. Let's go. I see you, Riz God. I see you. Okay. Go ahead. I feel like Shams like was like, wait, because stuff like that like happened to me a lot when I was younger. Like, oh, wait, I think I was just flirted with, but I don't understand because I'm stupid. And then you're like, that's what that was. I think that's what Shams did. Shams like, oh, I was being flirted with. Let me flirt back. Shout out to the Riz God, Shams Tarania, my man. On live TV. I love it. Never a bad time. Parkins and Spiegel will join us next. We'll flirt with them on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 